Welcome back to Lit Up With Lo. I am so happy you're here. I just finished my job today. It was the last day of work. I start a new job in Scottsdale in a week, and I will be enjoying my nine days off. My nine days of fun employment, I will just be soaking in all of the relaxation and good vibes and just preparing myself for my new career. Um, I was reflecting on my job today and how the entire thing was remote because I started at this New York City firm when COVID began. I'm just so excited to be working normal hours again. I was working East Coast hours, which I thought at first would mean, oh, I'll get off at two because of the three hour time difference. But what ends up happening is I would start working at 6 a.m. and then work till like 10 p.m. anyways, even though all of the East Coast was asleep. So it was like very hard for me to shut it off. So I'm looking forward to just not getting straight onto my phone in the morning. My cortisol levels would just be through the roof because I'd be waking up at still an early 6 a.m. time and already have so many emails and just have to log on immediately. And there was none of that morning routine me time. I was trying to do my morning routine later on in the day and it just, it's not the same. So I'm really excited to just really have that time for myself in the morning before I get to work and really establish that balance, set apart my work life from my personal life. Um, right now I feel like, especially with COVID this last year, it's, there's just been a blend of all of it. I feel like I'm always working and I'm never just taking time for myself. So I'm excited to establish that balance. And for you, take this as a reminder to set time for yourself in the morning, create that balance. You know, we're still all working from home and we may even be working in a hybrid role or working from home permanently. So take that time in the morning for you because it's very easy to just open your eyes and look straight at a screen. And in the long run, that is so bad for your stress levels, your hormones, your body. So take that time in the morning. And even after work, I'm a firm believer in taking time to decompress. Even if you have to get back on the computer later, just like take a break. Um, I think those moments are just so important to just focus on yourself, journal, read, and spend time, some time with yourself. And if you're looking for journaling practices for ways to set the tone for your day, we get into a lot of them in this episode. So my guest, Safat Hader, has some amazing journaling practices. She uses future you journaling, which is basically journaling from the perspective of who you want to be, really stepping into those shoes. She does some amazing Joe Dispenza meditations that we talk about. She has a whole skincare routine, lots of self-care, balance, morning routine ideas in this episode. Safat is just on a roll. She is so cool and so humble. And after I'd set up this interview, she actually had interviews with the Balanced Blonde podcast, Soul on Fire, and TSC Him and Her. So she right now is just on a roll. And I'm so grateful that I have her on my show, especially because I love those shows. She started off with her blog, Icing and Glitter, several years ago, and now is the co-founder of Array. Array is everywhere. You've definitely seen it on social media. Celebs are loving it. Influencers are loving it. Um, It is two products right now, but they have more coming out. There is a bloat 
capsule product and calm. And basically you take a capsule, they have all these all natural holistic ingredients in them and they help with bloat. You take them before your meal and If you take the calm, they help you relax. These capsules optimize digestion, which is really what Safat was struggling with. And she realized she was taking so many crazy random supplements and really saw that there wasn't one that had them all combined. She also realized the supplements were so ugly. There weren't, you know, ready to be sitting on her nightstand. And that's why Array has really taken social media by storm. It's so aesthetically pleasing and they're just, they're doing awesome things. She and her husband co-founded the company together, which we talk about. They even use their wedding money to bootstrap the business, which is such dedication. Safat gives us so many book recommendations, podcast recommendations. She's just a wealth of knowledge. She knows so much about entrepreneurship and it's just so inspiring. And I love talking to her. I also loved learning about her skincare routine. It's so detailed and she has such glowing skin guys. Before I get into the episode, I also just want to mention that if you are looking for help with bloat, you should also try Just Thrive Probiotics. So I had the founder of Just Thrive Health on one of my first episodes. She is just a wealth of knowledge. And one of my friends tried Just Thrive and is now obsessed. She never had found a probiotic that worked before. She thought they had to be refrigerated. Turns out, actually, if they are refrigerated, they're not going to get all the way to your gut and your body, because if they can't last on a supermarket shelf, how are they going to survive in your body? So Just Thrive is not refrigerated. It is the leading probiotic. And I I was so cool for my friend to tell me, she listened to this episode, got Just Thrive, and now will never look back. It's the first time a probiotic has worked for her before. So I'm sure after you listened to Tina's episode, the founder, you ran and got Just Thrive already, but just in case you haven't, Lit up with low will get you 15% off on justthrivehealth.com. You need this. Pair it with Array, you're good to go. All right, that's my intro. I'm going on vacation now. Nine days of fun employment. Here we go. Very excited. Also very excited for you to hear my conversation with Safat Hader, co-founder and CEO of Array. Here we go. I I would say like my background is it's always been creative. So um, prior to working on Array, I had my blog, Icing and Glitter. I was also a podcaster. I have my own podcast, The Dream Maker Podcast. So I said podcast a lot of times there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've always just been really creative. Um, my whole passion in life was really to help women kind of get access to the best resources to and like information to really live an optimized life. So my blog posts were always centered on bringing them the best information about wellness, skincare, travel, just like the areas which, you know, I I got a lot of questions about. And then I started my podcast really because I get these like really in-depth questions about, you know, skincare or, you know, like a certain habit that I had implemented when it came to productivity. And I, I really wanted to bring people information right from the source, like directly from the experts. So that's kind of a bit about my background. That's awesome. Um, so how did your, um, like blog get started? Was it just like a side passion? Yeah. So, um, I like after, so I just a little bit of background. I did my undergrad in non creative things, like not even a little bit. So I was (laughs) 
pre-law. And um, Mm -hmm. when I was graduating, I decided that I like my passion really lay in the creative fields, looking to get a job in editorial. So I always wanted to write for like a magazine. Um, Since I didn't have background in editorial, I really wanted to show people that I was a self-starter and I had great ideas. And also I had a lot of ideas and I wanted to kind of put it out there. So I started a blog um, for that reason, really. Like I, I wanted to show editors when I was going in for interviews that I had a lot of ideas and that I was a creative person, even though I didn't have necessarily like job experience um, in the field. And that led to me getting my job at L. I worked there for about a year, but by that time I, I loved blogging so much and I loved having the creative freedom to kind of wear all those different hats and for, you know, from being a writer to really uh, taking pictures and being a creative director and doing essentially all of the functions that a magazine does, but in, in under like one person. So mm-hmm. that's essentially kind of my background on why I decided to even start a blog. That's great. I'm actually a lawyer, so um, I appreciate the pre-law background. <laughs> I can understand why you went <laughs> go to law school, though. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Like, it, it's really funny because I had always been creative, even prior to university. But you know, I I thought that I should keep my options open and take something a little more academic in case I wanted to pursue that route. But honestly, like within like the first few months, it was very clear to me that I was just not, I had always been creative even prior to university, but you know, I, I thought that I should keep my options open and take something a little more academic in case I wanted to pursue that route. But honestly, like within like the first few months, it was very clear to me that I was just not into it and it was not the vibe for me. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) from there I was like, Nope, this is, this is not it. I'm not going to do a career in this. Mm -hmm. No, I, that's awesome. You realized that so early on um, because I feel like I kind of left a lot of my creativity back in like my high school days and then just really got focused on this more lucrative career. And it's really only in the, like the last year, I think just being, a home with my thoughts during the pandemic that I was like, wow, I really need to bring back my creative side. And that was one reason I started a podcast just to like bring that back into my life. Yeah. hundred percent. It's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then at what point, or when did you meet your husband? Cause I know you guys founded Array together. So we've been together for a very long time. We actually met uh, during our undergrad. So he was an engineer and I was uh, like arts and science essentially. And um, we met in our residence just through mutual friends. We were, we became really, really good friends and then started dating shortly after. So we've actually been together for nine years and we recently got married. Wow. That's amazing. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. And were you guys always like talking about business ideas or is that something new in your life? So we obviously like we met when we were, I don't know, like 20. So at that stage we were just young and in, in school, but he was always really um, like encouraging. For example, like when I decided to leave my job to work on my blog full time, he was super encouraging and he was always the one who would help me take pictures before I got a photographer and like help me through my thought process. So he was always really encouraging. And then he went into startup accelerator um, to work on a tech startup. So 
both of us independently have always been very entrepreneurial, Mm -hmm. but we like, we never actually worked with each other in like an official capacity. So when I was working on my blog, I'd take him with me on press trips and stuff like that. Um, and obviously when he had his tech startup, um, I was always really encouraging. So when like later on in life, when I, 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 I had this idea, I knew that Nish would have to be my co-founder and he felt the same way because his first startup, it didn't work out because he didn't have the perfect co-founders and we got along so well and we have very complementary skill sets and complementary ways of thinking. So I'm very creative. He's very analytical. And I think that push and pull results in something really beautiful. Mm -hmm. I hear that from co-founders all the time. That complementary skill set is so ideal. Um, That's amazing. So yeah, that's probably a great segue to how you got the idea for Array and, and how you guys got started on that. So I had a horrible immune system for the entirety of my lifetime. I actually ended up fracturing a rib from a chronic cough. <laughs> yeah, oh it, was, it was really gnarly. Yeah, so that happened and I kind of found myself hitting a breaking point. And when I went to my doctor, I was just really upset because I, I didn't want to feel like that anymore. And I was just prescribed coding instead of given um, being given, like, I guess the answer to like what was causing all of this. So I decided to do a deep dive into natural health, even though it was very woo and kind of weird and granola at that point. This is like, this is before wellness became a thing. Like I'm talking like 2014, 2015. Mm -hmm. So when I started kind of like, I essentially read everything I get my hands on. I really immersed myself in this world and I started experimenting with different supplements and realized that my immune system was getting really, really strong. And from there, I started realizing that I could kind of troubleshoot different, um, other issues that I had from like fatigue to digestion. And, um, I essentially like in my home, I had so many bottles of individual products that Nish was actually like, he would get so annoyed with me. So (laughs) one time, um, he had, he was just not feeling well and we were actually on a trip and I had all these supplements with me. So he's like, okay, well, like, let's see if this works because I don't really have a choice. And when I started giving him supplements that I was using, he got better really, really quickly. And so he started kind of believing in it as well. And so together we started to realize that there was a gap in the wellness world whereby you can go into Sephora and it's very easy to find specific skincare products for whatever need you may have. So it may be acne, it may be like under eye circles, but when it came to wellness, the whole thing was convoluted. I think that there was just so much research that was required to find targeted solutions. Like you had to kind of figure out how much of each supplement you have to take to solve one problem. So all of that research, every bottle was hideous. And so we wanted to come up with a really efficacious solution to targeted problems while making it super chic so that you can put it on your side table. So that was kind of how Array came about. I love that. I mean, were you, when you say like you had all these different supplements and then you were like figuring out the exact amount to like give to your husband, for example, like what supplements are you talking about? You're talking about like vitamin C, zinc. 
yeah, vitamin C, zinc. Like I would, I would honestly experiment with everything like oregano oil, echinacea, um, everything that was preventative and like everything that I could take while I was feeling sick, like elderberry, um, umka, literally everything like random weird. I was constantly researching, um, and also like researching proper dosings because Mm -hmm. the thing is that what I learned that was really interesting was that oftentimes we are told like, take this supplement, but we're not taking the correct therapeutic dose. So it's actually not doing much for you. So when you take something in a therapeutic dose, which by the way, if you're like unwell, the amount of vitamin C that you take, um, just on a regular day versus when you're actually unwell, like you actually need a higher dose because your body is working that much on overdrive. So learning all of that, learning how to dose myself, what I should take, it was such a, it was, was such a process for me that I was like, well, I have to do all this research, but I'm actually interested in this, but the regular person they, they think that every issue they have is normalized. And the thing is that it's not about mm-hmm. like, okay, you have the flu, right? It's about like everything. I think that it, it kind of speaks to a larger conversation, which is that a lot of things, especially that women feel, we're taught that it's like normal, like really bad period cramps mm-hmm. or chronic fatigue or, you know, even things like constantly being not at ease with their body when it comes to weight, all of these things, like it's not supposed to be us at odds with our body. It's supposed to be us at ease with our bodies. And it's because the root cause of whatever's causing our issues is just not being talked about or addressed. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, there's a reason why there are so many different allergies now. There's so much more, like you said, like terrible, like period symptoms. And it's because like, we're living in a society that like humans have never had to live in before. Like the amount of like toxins that we're exposed to on a daily basis. Um, so to be able to, like you said, get at the root of these things. Like I, I mean, did you ever get at the root of your cough issue? I know you said the doctor just gave you like coding for it. It was just a really poor immune system, Lauren. Like I just, I, I had never learned what was going to strengthen my immune system. You know, there's obviously supplements that you take to strengthen your immune system. And then there's also things like, what are you eating? What's your lifestyle? Like all of those things. But primarily I was just very deficient in what, mm-hmm. like my, my entire diet, like the micronutrients I was consuming, like the supplements I, I, I needed, I needed like a whole rejig essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, that sounds right to me. I mean, even like things like people don't realize, oh, you should really be eating like a fat with like a fat soluble vitamin. Like you can't just be taking like sups in the morning. Like they're not going to do their job if you're not yep. like pairing it. Um, so when you were, then you have this idea for array, how did you decide like how to come up with this first formulation? So we actually launched with two formulas, Bloat mm-hmm. and Calm, and we we knew that we wanted to work with an acrobatic doctor to do the formulations just because even though I I can do an extensive amount of research, but I knew that, you know, we needed a professional to formulate this. So our first kind of like thing to do was go and find a really excellent naturopathic doctor. So we did just that. We found Dr. Natalie Mulligan, who is our chief formulator, and she is a very talented naturopathic doctor. She has over 15 years of experience. She's just incredible. So that's kind of, that was the first step. And the reason why we decided on bloat and calm was just because we had had 
conversations with so many people and everyone was bloated and anxious. Personally, me, I had horrible food intolerances. I also ran pretty anxious. So there was just this like overwhelming, I guess, number of people who were bloated and anxious. And Mm -hmm. when we were speaking to doctors about this predicament that seemingly everyone was in, we were, we were explained that, okay, actually it's those two issues are very closely linked and it's a viral loop. So when you're anxious, your body goes into fight or flight mode, which means that your digestion just like slows down. And so you get bloated. And when you're bloated, you're thinking about how uncomfortable you are. So you get anxious. So it's a viral loop. And we wanted to come up with two products to a, um, you know, solve those issues, the most common ones, and also to address these two issues holistically as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Those are very common. I, I think everyone experiences both of those. Um, so what do you know, like the exact like formula, like off the top of your head for these two? I'm just interested in what like su- the supplements actually that went into these. Yeah, of course. So it's very like it's six natural ingredients in bloat and four natural ingredients in calm. We don't use any fillers, you know, we're gluten free, um, nut free, all of that good stuff. stuff. So uh, bloat has bromelain, ginger root, lemon balm, um, dandelion root, peppermint and slippery elm. And essentially together, six of those six ingredients target every possible, um, I guess, way your digestion can go wrong. So you can be bloated for so many different reasons from your body not being able to produce the accurate amount of enzymes to break down food to a buildup of gas to slow transit time. So our bloat capsules, those six ingredients that we have essentially target every possible way that bloat can go wrong so that you have seamless digestion and it's not a laxative, which was really, really important to us. It essentially just gently optimizes this digestion. Um, so yeah, that's bloat. And then when it comes to calm, we have four ingredients. So that's it's L-theanine, inositol, passionflower, and magnesium. And essentially what it does is it just soothes your body, relaxes your mind. It's a non-drowsy formula. So you can take it during the day. If you have like a big day coming up, you're feeling jittery, you have a lot going on, or you can take it at night for a very like restful sleep. I, I really like that product because I feel like most people are just turning to CBD and, and not everyone's comfortable with that. Like I wasn't comfortable using CBD for a long time. Um, so to have like this product that it's not CBD and it's all natural and non-drowsy, that's, that's really awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, we hear a lot, we hear that a lot from customers and I feel like they should have choices. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it's great if you decide to use CBD and if not, we have our product too. A lot of people use both and that's also amazing. So people should have choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And so you come up with this formula with your naturopath. How did you actually like get these capsules made? Um, so we worked with a manufacturer. Okay. We, it was very difficult to find one that we loved because mm-hmm. We were really particular about sourcing and just knowing where everything came from, ensuring that every single thing was organic. So we found a manufacturer we loved um, and yeah, we were off to the races. Awesome. And this is all bootstrapped? Yep. Everything was bootstrapped. We actually used our wedding money to um, (laughs) put into the company instead. Wait, that's amazing. So you didn't have a wedding? Nope. 
Oh my God. Well, that's inspiring because we're getting married and I'm like, should we just use our money for something else? (laughs) Honestly, we were going to do this like big destination wedding in Spain and it was going to be this like whole thing. And then when uh, the the pandemic hit, Mm -hmm. you know, things were slowing down and all of a sudden I felt this like great kind of feeling of relief not having to think about planning a wedding. And I w- we, we both decided that we wanted to put this into the business because we thought that it would do better for us. And honestly speaking, for me, I'm a very laid back person. So kind of having the wedding planning taken off my plate had yeah. like felt like a real relief and working on something that I love instead has been the most fulfilling thing. That's beautiful. Wow. I love to hear that. So just out of curiosity, did you guys end up doing like a small ceremony still or just not? That's well, We went to court. That's great. Oh my gosh. I love to hear that. And then you put it into, I mean, it's your baby. So. Yeah. And we're, we're I mean, we couldn't be happier about having put money into this because um, it's take, I mean, it was everything that we needed and we, we were able to grow the business profitably, um, create something we love. So yeah, we're, it's, it's very exciting. That's awesome. And I love the aesthetics are, are so chic. Did you come up with those yourself? Um, we worked with a branding agency for that. I know that I like when, when it came down to kind of figuring out the branding, we knew that we wanted something very clean and chic and Mm -hmm. Exactly like I said, something you can put on your side table. And I'm looking at the product right now. It's on my <laughs> side table, which I'm very proud of. Um, but yeah, we we really wanted something chic and sleek and just beautiful. Well, I mean, that's how I like came across it. it was just on Instagram, people posting it, and oh, what is that chic looking project product? Doesn't look like something you know medicinal. I feel like a lot of these supplements are just so like medicinal, like there's, there's nothing chic about them. So that definitely sets you apart. Yeah. I mean, I like, as a content creator, I was essentially a hyper consumer, right? Like everything was sent to me. I was constantly seeing things, interacting Mm -hmm. with things, feeling things. And when I came to the beauty industry, everything was just so lovely, you know, Mm -hmm. and skincare would be this amazing ritual that women would really look forward to. And, you know, you'd go to Sephora and buy all these things and be really excited about unboxing things. And when it came to supplements, which by the way, like you're ingesting this, this is the health of your body. It was all so ugly and everything was stuffed to the back of a pantry Mm -hmm. and no one ever took anything. And why would they, when it's not in front of your eyes, right? So I think that like the look and feel of a product, it's not a small thing. Like it actually has to be really beautiful and exciting for a person to want to interact with it on a daily basis. Oh yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, how has like Instagram and like influencer marketing like helped your company? Well, a lot. Um, we gifted to a few influencers when we started out and it kind of like, I guess like it changed everything, honestly. I mean, they, they loved the product that they were sent. They tried it and started posting about it. And it's, it's really been just that it's been so much organic love for the product. And we're kind of blown away. I mean, people are constantly shopping for a product and posting it. And when we gift, they're posting it, people like it. And it's been really transformative. I think that people who underestimate influencers are really missing out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've made bloating cool. Like, yeah. you've made bloating cool. Like, I mean, who would have thought? Like, <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, I think that 
things need to be talked about in order to get to the bottom of issues. And everyone's bloated and yet no one's talking about it. And Mm -hmm. I thought that it was this very bizarre thing. Like my friends and I would talk about it over dinner or brunch, but then it was not this talked about thing on social media and like influencers and especially the ones we have kind of had relationships with have done so much. Like they've, they've made this topic one that people are talking about. And especially over the last year and a half or so, I think people have been really open about digestion and maybe food intolerances and all of those things that weren't necessarily like sexy back in the day. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to kind of open up the conversation and also create this like human brand. You know what I mean? I completely agree. I completely agree. I love to like, I mean, your branding, you mentioned Sephora earlier. Like I could see array in like a Sephora like that's because it looks just so like chic and it's I mean at the end of the day it's also a beauty product because beauty from the inside out so um that's really awesome and I mean do you guys think you would come up with the third product or what are your plans for the future yeah definitely we have a few other products on the in the pipeline um we already have a formula uh, we already have formulas rather rather and um before we release anything we do like intense focus grouping with Mm -hmm. um you know a large number of our customers to kind of see how they feel about the products as well so that's kind of the the process with, that we go through. And right now we're in the midst of the process. Oh, that's so exciting. Um, do you have advice for like anyone who's listening who might want to start their own business? Honestly, read a lot. I think that uh, for both me and my husband, we're both voracious readers and so much of what we know um, and our guiding principles for the company have come out of books that we've read. And even when it comes to times when we feel really stuck about where we are or like how we want to proceed with like certain problems we're constantly reading so my favorite books I would say are Blitz Scaling by Reid Hoffman he's the founder of LinkedIn Mm -hmm. um Nish and I are just obsessed with him like we love his podcast his book is incredible so that is highly like a recommended resource Another one is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, I want to say. So that is the book I read before, um, like when Array was an idea, but we hadn't really launched it yet. So what that helped me do was kind of understand our, like how to create a brand voice that people would resonate with, how to speak to your audience. So that's a really, really excellent book. I recommend everyone reads it. Another great one is... Um, good to great by Jim Collins. So I think it just teaches you great principles of like how to build a team and how to create a company that lasts. So I feel like those are, I mean, that's my big tip and those are my three resources. Oh, that's awesome. I had a feeling you liked Reed Hoffman because I heard you quote him on another podcast and I'm obsessed. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, I've read a lot about him just in like um, the How I Built This book and How I Built This podcast. I feel like they talk about him a lot. Um, He's, yeah, he's very impressive. (laughs) He's very smart. And honestly, I think that when it comes to people who have achieved so much, you have to respect them for taking the time out to teach what they know to other people. And with tech entrepreneurs, like people who have built the most successful businesses, I think that we can all learn from them. But it's, it's, it's a very limited number of them that actually go above and beyond to share. And I think Reed Hoffman is one of them. 
I would love to hear more from like Jeff Bezos and Mark right. Zuckerberg even, but they're, they're doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I feel like, like, especially like yeah, Bezos and Zuckerberg, they don't, they like, do they even exist? I don't think I've ever like seen them like speak. <laughs> no, they, they, they don't do a lot of interviews. Yeah. I heard, um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg actually on Reed Hoffman's podcast. And that's mm-hmm. the only podcast I've ever heard him on. So like, I, I love listening to tech entrepreneurs because the thing is that even though we are like a, like a product business, there's so many concepts you can learn from tech entrepreneurs and apply them to a product business. That's actually something I've learned from Nish because he wow. comes from a tech background. And I feel like that perspective, it's just so different. And, um, it's, it's been, it's been really helpful for us. That's so interesting. Do you, what's an example of like something that was applicable from a tech entrepreneur? Honestly, it's just the ability. Like one of the big ones is like the ability to think how to scale things. Um, mm-hmm. I think that tech companies really scale things so quickly and efficiently. So just understanding those concepts and seeing like how big these people think, think thinking like even specific concepts like network effects or building a moat around your company, because these are things that tech companies do very efficiently, but maybe aren't things that product companies really think about. So because Nish and I work together and Nish comes from this background, it's been really interesting working with him and understanding these concepts and seeing how we can tailor them to apply to a product business. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. I mean, in terms of scale, like have you guys um, hired anyone yet? Yeah. Um, so we are right now a full-time team of six, um, a seventh person is part-time and then we have a few external people we work with as well. Oh, that's amazing. Are you, and are you based in New York? I know you're recording in New York right now. Yeah. We're based basically between New York and LA. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. But did you say you're like working on moving full-time to New York? Yeah, so we were originally Canadian. Um, so our team members are actually primarily in uh, in uh, sorry in New York and um, LA. So Nish and I are just moving our base over here now as well. Okay, awesome, very cool. Yeah. Um, do you so you mentioned the books that you are look to for guidance? Do you have any like podcasts that you listen to? Besides yeah, reads, um, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. So I love his, I also love, um, the TSC him and her show. Mm-hmm. I love, um, the gray matter podcast is awesome. What else? I like the balanced blondes podcast as well. Um, yeah, I feel like those are probably the ones that are on rotation. Oh, and how I built this as well. Oh, love. So good. Yeah. They're so, so great. And when did you start your podcast? end of 2018. And have you had any guests that you've just been like, wow, I can't believe they're on my show? Oh my gosh. So many. (laughs) Um, I mean, where do I even begin this list? Um, I've spoken to Shaman Durek, who I love. Um, I've been an admirer of his work for years. So it was awesome to get him on Dr. Dennis Gross. I use all his skincare Mm -hmm. products. Speaking to him was awesome. Um, I just had Sasha Plavsik, the founder of Ilya on. I loved her as well. Oh my gosh. So many, honestly, like I, I can't even like, I've spoke, I've spoken to so many incredible like thought leaders. Like I spoke to Dr. Will Sue, who's kind of like a leader in, um, psychedelics and like actual like therapeutic psychedelics. So that was really fascinating too. 
I I love speaking to people kind of who are ahead of the curve. And so I've spoke, I've, I've been very privileged to speak to kind of some of the biggest experts in their, in their, in their industries. So I've been very lucky. Oh, that's amazing. I feel like having a podcast is almost like going on this retreat where you're just like soaking up all these things from all these incredible people. And then it's like, I mean, it's selfish, really. Like, I feel like I leave every episode and I'm like, I'm better. Like I've leveled up after every episode. Yeah, it's true. You get to speak to people who know so much and it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, you get, you sit there and pick their brain, like what could be better? (laughs) I know. Especially like Shaman Durek. I can't even imagine what like that would be like to speak with him. He was incredible. Like that session was wild. Like he, he did, like he performed a session on me amidst this interview and it was just the wildest thing. Like if you listen to that episode, there is, I think a one minute period where I'm just coughing because he was taking this like energy out of, I can't even explain it. It was this whole thing. It's, it was wild. Wow. That's wild. Oh my gosh. Are you like a spiritual person? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm constantly, I think manifestation is like a key component Mm -hmm. in my life. I'm constantly doing it. Um, I love to journal. I love to meditate. I'm currently reading actually Joe Dispenza's book, Becoming Supernatural, which I'm obsessed with. I have have it right here. That's so funny. Have you read it? I haven't read it yet, but I love him. It's incredible. Like I actually, I was in LA and I was um, doing a bunch of podcast interviews while I was there and two people who I love and whose podcasts I love, both of them, um, you know, recommended it to me on the same week. So I was like, okay, I got to read this book and that's exactly what I did. It's amazing. So definitely a spiritual person. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a sign that you needed that book. Well, now this is, I'm taking it as a sign. I need to start that book. Oh, you totally do. It's That's amazing. Awesome. Um, what does your manifestation and like journaling practice look like? That's so interesting. So um, I love to do super you, so, sorry, the future you journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, super you also. <laughs> yeah, also super me. Yeah, exactly. So future you journaling. So I write as though I already have the things that I want in life. Um, and I do it in a way that like I'm offering gratitude for already having them. So I'd been doing this for a long time. I forget which book guided me to it, but there were like a number of like thought leaders who I really admire. Um, Gabrielle Bernstein being one of them, Shaman Durek, like all of them had this like concept of like already feeling like you're in that place. And so I would do this journaling technique and now actually I'm reading Joe Dispenza's book. And one of the meditations in there is like writing down that thing that you want, um, kind of writing down the specifics of like what that'll allow your life to look like, and then sitting with those feelings. So I I found that already behaving as though I have what I want has allowed it to come into my life. I, so much of what's happened with array, I feel like I've manifested it um, from the people who I knew this product was for, like I pinpointed like who, who, like, who is our girl? Like who's our customer, which influencer, which celebrity do I see talking about our product who love it? Those things I feel like I've kind of brought into existence. So I think future you journaling is very, very, um, helpful. Um, and again, like infusing that with gratitude, I think gratitude is so important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like just recognizing how lucky we are 
to have what we have and also kind of putting the gratitude out there for things which you may not have currently, but feeling like you already have it. So I feel like, yeah, that is like manifestation and journaling. Those are probably like my tips. Oh, that's amazing. I'm yeah. Big on manifestation and journaling. Are these part of your morning routine? Yeah. Every single day. Um, I'm obsessed with my morning routine and I feel like, you know, it's the time that I have with myself before the world wakes up and I really like to take advantage of it. Well, so right before we got on this call, I was listening to you on a podcast talk about um, the 5am club book. And what's funny is my fiance for years has always been like, we need to become members of the 5am club. I thought he made that up. I didn't realize it was actually a book. (laughs) Yeah. It's by Robin Sharma. It's really good. Well, that's what he said. He's like, didn't you know this was Robin Sharma? I was like, no, I thought you made that up. So I just just bought the book. So I'll let you know how it is. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I mean, it, it just teaches you that, how precious mornings are. And like truly Mm -hmm. every person that I've spoken to who's kind of accomplished things, which almost seem like an impossible feat. They're also early risers. Mm -hmm. So you almost feel like there is a pattern there. Yeah. I completely agree. Wait. So do you get up at 5am every day? No, not, I mean, not regularly. I, I mean, ideally yes, but typically my wake up time is around six right now um, six, six thirty at the very latest. And yeah, that way I have an hour and a half, two hours to do my thing in the morning before I even have to start answering emails. So I feel like I'm able to get ahead before I'm, it just allows me to be proactive as opposed to reactive. Yes, I completely agree. If we're just reacting, especially to stuff on our phones from the moment we wake up, like that's, sets the tone for the whole day. Oh, I can't. I have like a very strict no phone policy when I wake up. Oh, that's so necessary. Well, before I ask like details of your morning routine, what is your wind down routine the night before? Because I feel like that makes or breaks your morning routine. So normally I, um, my wind down routine is just, I'll take our calm capsules, like two to three of them. Um, and then read in bed for 20, 30 minutes. I don't like to look at screens before bed as well. I feel like it really, really impacts my quality of sleep. And I have, I'm someone who has very vivid dreams. And for some reason, like looking at a screen kind of makes it very anxiety ridden. So I don't Mm -hmm. like to do that. Um, so yeah, like typically just a book and calm capsules and I'm, and I'm out. (laughs) That's awesome. Do you have a, a time that you try to be asleep by? Um, between 10 to 11, I would say I'm usually falling asleep by 11, but over the last couple of days, um, we've been super, super busy. And so it's now been closer to like 1130, which is mm-hmm. really pushing it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. That's late. <laughs> Very late. <laughs> um, okay. So then the next morning you're waking up at six, what does your morning routine look like? And I like, I like details. So <laughs> Okay. You like details. So, um, typically I wake up, well, right now it's a little different because I'm in New York and this, Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have all our stuff and I'm not fully moved in. So right now what it looks like is I wake up and, um, I, I mean, I do my skincare routine and I go for a walk immediately to grab my coffee Again, I don't have like, I have like a no phone policy, so I'm not really looking at notifications or actually have everything off, but I don't go look at Instagram or emails or anything first thing. So I wake up, um, go for my walk, grab my coffee. I usually listen to an audiobook or a podcast. 
And then I come home, I journal, and then I meditate. And then um, on days that I'm working out, I work out also before the, the day starts, essentially. And then I do emails and I get started with my day. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's great. Um, what yeah. kind of meditation do you do? Um, I do like, I try different things. So right now, because I'm reading Joe Dispenza, I'm using his techniques. So today mm-hmm. I did, um, the one that I was just talking about went like with the manifestation technique. Um, yesterday I tried or yesterday or like over the weekend, one of the days I tried, um, blessing of the energy centers, um, meditation. That's again, one of his techniques as well, but it's really interesting. He always has like great meditation, um, practices to follow along in his book. And then I also love Shaman Durek's meditations as well. So one of them is, um, I guess teaching your soul to, to, to go somewhere. So you can kind of focus on a place that you've been to somewhere that makes you really happy, makes your soul feel at peace and guide it there. And like focus on those very like small details so that you really feel like you're there. And honestly, when you come out of those meditations, it, it actually blows my mind, like how, how elevated my mood is and how different I feel. It's almost as though I came back from that place. So it like, I really believe that your soul is its own thing and you can really send it places. So those are kind of the meditations that I like to do. I agree. I so agree. I need to do some of those. I did, um, join when balance blonde did meditations on your Instagram arrays Instagram. That was awesome. You guys should do some more of those with her. Yeah. She's very talented. Like one of them, um, I like went into like a full trance. She was so incredible. Like I've had my grandpa come visit me in meditation. Like it's, yeah, like it's been meditation is life changing. Like I, I used to hate it. Like I used to absolutely hate it. And like, like getting into the habit is, I mean, it's a journey because you, you have to force yourself before you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. But when I fall off the wagon, which actually happened pretty recently, I'm just getting back into it again because I've had like a switch around with my routine. Um, and when I lost it for like a little bit, I felt it right away. Like, I feel like I'm not as productive. I'm not as focused. I'm not as patient. So it's a really life-changing practice. (laughs) I agree. You can feel it. And with morning routine in general, like I can feel it, like, especially after a few days of not doing it, I'm like, what is wrong with me? (laughs) I also like, I am not someone who can just roll out of bed and get to work. Like I actually Mm. need that time to center in and kind of gain focus. Like uh, my, like Nish is one of those people that rolls out of bed 8.59 8.59 for his 9 a.m. call and he's so like sharp and alert and I'm like what like what the hell are you doing and be a ball of anxiety <laughs> that's so funny that he's like you know sleeping in past you it's like I think when my fiance and I moved in with each other like one of the things we had to like figure out is like different sleeping schedules and like I mean I don't need to wake you up I can just like go do my thing and then I'll you know I'll see you in a couple hours so Oh yeah. We have very different schedules. He's definitely more of a night owl than I am. Um, he's very comfortable working late into the night. My Mm -hmm. brain stops working at nine. So we're very different people. Mm -hmm. No, I totally get it. I mean, well, when it comes to like your business and like being in a relationship, do you guys have to like find time where we're like, okay, we're not talking about it right now. Or are you okay? Just like talking about it all the time. 
Well, the thing is that we love Array. And so most of the time we just love talking about the Mm -hmm. business. But of course, like there are days where we just decide like, you know, if it's for a few hours or whatever it is, like maybe there's something really intense going on and we both need a break. We just decide Mm -hmm. we're going to kind of step away from it and take our time, refresh and then come back. Um, Other times, like maybe we'll discuss like bigger business goals, but won't get into like the nitty gritty of like Mm -hmm. the operational strategy and stuff, because that's like a lot more draining and needs like a lot more focused thought, but our time together, like, I don't know, like Nish and I, we, we love array and we both Mm -hmm. have like really big dreams and it's nice to share a life with someone who you can share those dreams with. So we, we turn off of course, like, intentionally when we feel like we need to, but we love what we do. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a blessing. So (laughs) yeah, it really is. Honestly, it really is. But we still make time for like doing us things outside the business as well. Like obviously going on date nights every single week, like that's like an absolutely like, we just don't compromise on that. Um, we love going for walks, you know, sometimes we'll like when we were in LA, we do hikes together, stuff like that. I love that. I saw you were at Lar Tusi last night. I miss <gasps> it so much. Oh my god! Oh, like it is. It's it's just too much. It's so good. So good. I after I took the bar exam, I was like, I just want to go to Lar Tusi, like, and eat all of the things. So. Yeah, you deserve it after the bar exam, <laughs> yeah. man, girl. <laughs> Luckily, you didn't have to do that. Just just did pre law. It's true. And I got to enjoy Lartuzzi anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so good. Yeah. There's, I mean, being in New York, like I'm so glad to see the city coming back. The food is just amazing. And like plenty of reasons to use the bloat capsules. So, Oh gosh, I know me and my like food, you know, sensitivities. <laughs> Thank God I have the bloat capsules because I don't know how I'd eat pasta without it. Like yesterday after Lartuzzi, I was like, very, very uncomfortable. I mean, I, I, granted, I had like several bowls of like carbs and dairy, right. but yeah, the bloat capsules were truly a lifesaver. Um, so in terms of like food sensitivities, do you have like a general like way of eating? Like, do you make cook your own food or are you like vegetarian or is anything like that? Yeah, I cook my own food. Um, when I'm cooking and making my own food, I typically try to stay away from certain things, but I have like an 80, 20 rule, honestly, Lauren, Mm -hmm. like I have to live and like, thank God I don't have like celiac disease or like, you know, an actual like disease that stops me from eating the things that I want to eat. I feel extremely uncomfortable, but you know, I, again, I have to live and I I don't want to get into a pattern where I'm too restrictive either. Mm -hmm. So Um, I, I love to eat clean. I love to nourish my body. Honestly, like I think that there's nothing that makes me feel better from the inside than like nourishing my body with fuel. But then I think that having things like Lartuzzi, that's like nourishing the soul and I I need both. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the food I eat at home, I have like pretty simple rules. Honestly, like I love to fill my plate with vegetables I have a protein with every meal. I love having a ton of fats because that keeps me full and sharp. Um, I try to stay away from, or I very much do stay away from gluten and dairy when I'm cooking at home, things like that. Like it's, it's not rocket science. I've gone into, I've gotten to a place where I really trust my body and I have good synergy with my body. So I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I'm the same way. Like I, in general, 80, 20 eat, very clean when I cook I eat very clean but also yeah I'm if you go to Lara Tusi like I'm not not gonna get the pasta that's like 
once in a lifetime, you get to have a meal like that. So yeah, like you, you can't miss out. Like even like, I know that if I'm going to have like a, like a whole scoop of ricotta, I'm probably not going to feel great. So like, you know, I'll share it with people, but, Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Um, okay. Well, I just have a couple more questions. What is your skincare routine? I know you mentioned you do it in your morning routine and your skin is like so clear and glowing. So I have to know. (laughs) Thank you. So, um, I'm obsessed with skincare. It's like my other passion in life. So, um, I can go through like currently my skincare routines. So, um, I, in the morning I get up, I wash my face right now. I am using the, um, Symbiome foam cleanser, which I really like. Um, they're, they're really cool. They're microbial skincare, very simple, very clean. I love them. Very like science forward team. They're great. So I do that. Then I do a mix of serums. So I will do the Dr. Dennis Gross Hyaluronic, um, SkinCeuticals CE Ferulic. And um, right now I'm also using um, a serum by Symbiome as well. I forget what it's called, but I think they only have one serum. And then I do just sunscreen. I'm using Ilia mixed with uh, right now a face oil. So I'm using the Symbiome. Um, oil number four, which is excellent as well. Mm. Lots of symbiome in my routine right now. So that's my morning skincare. And then evening, I do a double cleanse. Um, I like to use a balm cleanser. So I love the Elemis um, Rose Balm Cleanser, I believe it's called. It's really like, it's like a, like a light, like rosy pink color, the the little tub. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It takes everything off. And then I'll do a second wash, um, what am I using right now for nighttime? It's like the Kate, Kate Somerville, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll send you the name afterwards. So I do that. Then I'll do on alternating days, retinol and an acid. So when I'm doing acids for exfoliation, I do the Dr. Dennis Gross peel pads or on retinol day, I do the Dr. Dennis Gross CE, um, sorry, ferulic and retinol serum, which is God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mix that with, the Estee Lauder night serum. There's only one. It's like this brown bottle. It's pretty iconic. So I'm using that. It's amazing. I do an eye serum as well. Dr. Dennis Gross, retinol ferulic. Again, it's amazing. And then I'll do a face oil right now. I'm using the feelist. Oh, I, so I've been doing Dr. Dennis, Dennis Gross, um, retinol moisturizer, and it's just so good. And I love that you had him on your podcast. That's awesome. I am obsessed with him. Like I would leave Nish for Dr. Dennis Gross. Like he is honestly a genius. I I just can't get enough of him. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everything, you can't go wrong with his products. My entire family, like from my dad down to like my brother has his entire line. Like we are fanatics. (laughs) That's amazing. It's always clutch when you can get the guys doing skincare too. Like I got my fiance, it was selfish really. I got him for Christmas, like a Kiehl's men's set. And I was just like, how cute and fun, like for you. And now like he loves skincare. So I feel like I've got this win on my side. Oh, Nish is, I like, he, yesterday he came out of the bathroom and he's like, oh, I just love skincare. And I'm like, yeah, you and I both. (laughs) 
I know, like, his routine is, like, longer than mine now. And then, like, he had friends visiting while I was out of town. I'm like, are you going to do this while they're there? <laughs> like, where were they able to be like, where did you go? I know. It's, like, a whole thing. But Nish is obsessed. I'm, I'm very happy about it. I feel like I've trained him well. Yeah, that's a huge win. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I have one more question that I ask all of my guests. And it is, what is your gift? What do you mean? Like, what is your gift to the world? What do you think your, like, purpose is here? I think my, my purpose, um, I feel like if I can help women feel their best, I, I think I've done my job. Like, it's my biggest kind of passion in life. It's the thing that fulfills me the most. Um, I feel like opening up the conversation around topics that maybe people didn't want to talk about or thought they could talk about or thought they had solutions to um, that and having solutions to those problems. I think that that's kind of, if I could leave the world with one thing, that would be it. And it's kind of the goal I have with Array is to help people feel their best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it is true. Like the amount of times I've been almost like scared to like meet friends for dinner because I'm like, I'm going to feel so awful after this. So do I, should I even go? But of course, like, of course I should go. Like, you know, you only live once, like do that, have that experience, but take a bloat capsule and like, you'll feel better. <laughs> you got it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you so much for listening to Lit Up With Lo. If you enjoyed this episode, please head to iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe. This is how the show grows. If you want to connect with Safat and Array, head to Instagram at S-I-F-F-H-A-I-D-E-R and at Array.co, A-R-R-A-E dot C-O and Array.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.